The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. In Skin Deep this week, we're going to talk about a condition called rosacea, and I'm joined by Professor Nikki Ralph, consultant dermatologist from the Institute of Dermatologists, uh, to talk about the condition. Good morning, Nikki, and welcome. What is rosacea? Um, morning, Pat. Um, so, unfortunately, rosacea is a chronic inflammatory skin condition, uh, primarily affecting adults, but it can actually affect any age. But the commonest age to, to develop it is really your 30s and 40s. So we tend to call it the curse of the Celts here in Ireland, and it can affect up to 10% of, of Irish adults. And what people will really see is that they notice that they have a tendency to redness. They might flush more easily, particularly with temperature extremes. And then they may also develop um, what we call papules and pustules, which are little red spots or whiteheads on the skin. So people end up with a kind of a bumpy face. Exactly. So it does get confused a lot with acne or adult onset acne um, and often gets treated incorrectly buying over-the-counter products that you would think would work for acne and that that can actually flare rosacea, unfortunately. Now, do we know what causes it? We don't exactly. So it is multifactorial and there's a lot of research going into it. But we think there's obviously a genetic predisposition uh, and you will see that in families. You might see that someone says, oh, you know, my father had a tendency to a high colour or he flushed easily. Um, so we do know there's genetics involved, uh, immune immune factors, and then there's environmental triggers. Uh, so a lot of patients would say, you know, if I drink if I drink alcohol, if I eat spicy food, if I get out of a hot shower, I go for a run, that I'll be red or I'll flush more easily. But there's a lot of myths around that as well. So there's a lot of connotation that if, you know, you must be a drinker if you have rosacea or there is a specific subtype of rosacea with an enlargement of the nose called the whiskey nose which is a terrible um, thing to use because it's nothing to do with that. It's nothing to do with whiskey at all. No. Now uh, often when you look at uh, international footballers on television and some of them when they exercise go absolutely beetroot red and some of them go pale. Why? Well, I mean, it, it, it all depends on your skin your skin colour to, to begin with. And darker skin patients can obviously suffer with rosacea, but we tend to not pick up on it as easily because their skin is darker. You don't see the redness. Um, but yes, any of us who have what we call the classic Celtic type 1 or type 2 skin where we're kind of pale, a tendency to get sunburned, if you run on the treadmill in the gym, you will see that we look tomato red at the end of it. And that's because our blood vessels are dilating up uh, and they're close to the skin surface and then we look red. Um, and that can last for like minutes to hours but for um, and particularly in teenagers you'll see that a lot and then it tends to settle over time but some people have fixed broken capillaries so if you look at them even at rest if they haven't been doing anything running they'll have lots of little broken veins on the, on the cheeks and on the nose Now how is it treated? So again, it's kind of multifactorial. So we'd start off with recommending that everyone uses daily broad spectrum physical or zinc based sunscreen because we do know that one of the main triggers is UV radiation. So I'd say to all of my patients to use it all year round. It doesn't matter whether it looks sunny outside or not. So that's every single so, day. So here we have other doctors saying get as much sunlight yeah, as you can D. for your vitamin D. Yeah, and then yeah. you come along and say, yeah. oh, oh no, put okay, zinc I'm on. Just to- getting you to put it on your <laughs> face. But um, yeah, so just that would be to be incorporate that into your daily skincare routine. And then to pull back, I mean, the last two to three years of COVID, unfortunately, has has everyone obsessed with TikTok and Instagram trends of throwing 10 products on your face and thinking that it's all going to end in a great way. But unfortunately, when patients suffer with rosacea, they have skin sensitivity and there's an impairment of their skin barrier. So if they put on the wrong products onto their face, they will find burning and stinging and irritation. Some people may want to cover their rosacea with gunk. Uh, Sorry, makeup. Um, You know what I mean? Uh, And that's the way they get out in the morning because they can put on this mask, uh, often a very thick mask. Mm. And that's probably not doing them any good at all. 
it's not going to do them any harm once they remove it at the end of every day but there are better treatments I mean intense pulse light or IPL is one of my favourite treatments because there's really minimal downtime for men and women we call it a lunchtime procedure and that can take care of those broken capillaries so then you don't have to cover it um, it basically feels like little elastic band being fired against the skin and then you end up with a more uniform colour to your skin and all of those broken capillaries are, have disappeared Now what about medicines uh, either uh, internally orally or a topical Yeah so for the more kind of milder type of rosacea we would start with topicals so often it's either topical antibiotics topical antiparasitics or we also use azelaic acid and we can safely use that in pregnancy as well which is important because unfortunately rosacea sometimes does flare in pregnancy and then if, if they're not enough if we, if we have someone with more moderate to severe rosacea we will use the top, uh, the oral tetracycline antibiotics and um, we'd normally have people on them for you know up to about 12 weeks Now the fact that you're using an antibiotic suggests that th- there's a bacterium at work Yeah and we don't really know we all have millions of bacteria on our skin we also have a little mite on our skin called demodex uh, and in some of the patients with rosacea they will have an increased number of demodex but it, it doesn't mean they have a million more every single person has has this little mite and it's normally living Can you happily. see it under the microscope? Yeah it's micro- at a microscopic level so not And is not, it crawling around the place? Yeah, uh, on your, it's living on your, in your hair follicle yes In your hair follicle In your hair follicle and on your eyelash margin as well yeah, so don't think about it, Pat. You don't no. need to think about it. <laughs> but it's there. Uh, and for the most part, it's not causing a problem for, for patients. But we do use topical ivermectin to reduce the levels on the skin, which helps with the papillopustular rosacea. OK, now um, people will go out in the sunshine to, to kind of get a tan, uh, even fair skin people eventually. You know, I, I used to work in the pipelines years ago when they were installing pipelines in, in the UK. And a lot of the Irish lads who would have fair skin eventually after a summer outdoors, they'd yeah. be brown as berries. Yeah, you, you build up your tolerance over time, but really fair skinned, uh, what we call type one skin with red hair, tendency to freckle, they really do not tan. They just go to a level of pink and then they go back to peel off and back yeah. to white. But a type two, type three skin can tan, but really all a tan is is damage. It's UV damage to your to your skin. Yeah, often people who freckle, the, the freckles just join up. They join up and almost look like a tan, yeah. Yeah, and almost <laughs> look like a tan. So for people who have rosacea, um, first of all, how do do they know when it's serious enough to get attention? Really, when it's bothering you. Yeah, given there's ten percent of the people who'll have it. Yeah, it know, doesn't. Thankfully, it doesn't scar. So unlike acne, it doesn't scar. So you have time. But what you don't want is that every day of your life is thinking about your skin, covering up your skin, worried that you're going to flush, that you'll look embarrassed when really you're not. So if it bothers you, and it, we do know from studies it has a significant impact on people's quality of life, then go to your GP and seek some help, whether that's medical with the topical or the orals. And then obviously, if you need a little bit more help, maybe get referred on to a dermatologist. And absolutely consider IPL which can be life changing for people yeah. particularly with Zoom and Microsoft Teams in the last two years everyone's looking back on themselves and realise how much they kind of go red or flush uh, To what extent is it seasonal? Um, it's not really it's more that there are triggers and people need to kind of identify that themselves so some people know that if they if they drink a drink that's too hot if they put on the shower really really hot that they will flush so it's more up to the person to kind of figure out what their own triggers are And what about gender? Um, so it affects up to, to 10% of adults and we see slightly more predominance in females but that's possibly only because they seek help more e- easily and they also tend to put more products on their face than, than men so sometimes that might just trigger it more easily um, but we do see slightly more severity in, in our male patients. 
Um, could you ask your guest, do you put the sunscreen on before or after moisturiser? It's a great question. Uh, so moisturiser first and then the sunscreen is always the last thing between you and the sun unless you want to wear makeup and then that, that will go over your sunscreen. Mm. But wouldn't the sunscreen still work under something else? Um, it does, but you're kind of, you might be diluting it if you're kind of mixing it. So you just want to let your moisturiser soak in and just have that protective layer, particularly with zinc mm. and uh, physical sunblocks because they're like a shield from the sun. Another question, can there be a connection with the gut? There absolutely can. Uh, the skin in general can be connected with the gut. Um, and it's not saying that we're telling patients to avoid certain foods, but we just haven't delved into the science behind it enough. So to say to someone, you can't eat X, Y or Z, and it's really up to the patient to see what, what foods trigger it for them. My husband is a postman with very fair skin. What should he use each day to protect himself? So he should use a broad spectrum sunscreen which contains protection against UVA and UVB. Um, my favourite is Elta MD uh, and the reason is is that it's designed for acne and rosacea. It has niacinamide in it which is an anti-inflammatory ingredient which is great for rosacea sufferers. Okay, uh, say that product again. Elta MD clear and there's also a tinted tinted version. Okay, so it depends how pretty the postman wants to look. Well, it's very light tint <laughs> and it, it, it kind of just masks the redness a little bit. So if you're waiting on treatment, it, it does help. All right. Well, look, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Um, that is a consultant dermatologist, Professor Nikki Ralph from the Institute of Dermatologists. Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.